Hey, 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 welcome to the Sports Reverence Podcast. My name is Dan. And my name's Drew. We're no experts, but we are the Sports Reverence. Hey, 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 welcome to the Sports Reverence Podcast. How y'all doing with, with my guy Drew? How you doing? Good, got the Christmas tree up. Feeling good, having Christmas at home, so... I don't know. Let's brighten our day with some sports. We got the stats and analytics freak named yeah. the coach, the I mean, mathematician. That's a bit of a misnomer, but uh, hey, it's a plus in Winnipeg during the day, so we'll take it. Here in Toronto, we had a bunch of snow, and it's like the city's in pan- pandemonium. Down, eh? But uh, it's, uh, it's not a lot of fun here. But it's supposed to be pluses the rest of the week, so we're doing good. We're doing all right. To uh, unlike the unlike the Raptors and and every other sports team here, we don't get to go down to the states to play sports in the nice warm areas. But let's get into some of our quick hitter news from around the sports world. The soccer great Diego Maradona has passed away last week. Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson fought to a draw in L.A., and Jake Paul knocked out Nate Robinson in the second round. Detroit Lions fired head coach Matt Patricia and GM Bob Quinn. Aaron Rodgers has thrown for over 50,000 yards, becoming the 11th player to reach that mark. 49ers will make Glendale, Arizona their temporary home. Let's hear a word from our sponsors. Have you ever thought about how well your investments are performing? Have you wanted to understand how the stock market works and how you can look after your financial future, but have been unsure of where or even how to get started? Train to Invest is North America's leading investment education and training corporation with the sole purpose of providing a new way of thinking about wealth management through teaching, training, and coaching individuals in both the art and science of self-directed investing Train to Invest offers a complete education and training experience to empower families to begin their journey of planning for future generations through investment education. To find out more, look at www.traintoinvest.com and download our free ebook. Again, www.train2invest.com to find our, more information about our program and download our free ebook. All right, we're jumping into the NFL. This schedule has been pretty wild, so let me make it nice and simple for you. On Wednesday, yes, tomorrow, December 2nd, Baltimore will be playing Pittsburgh as an afternoon matinee where Robert Griffin III will be the starting quarterback and Des Bryant is signed uh, to the 53-man roster for the Ravens. So the undefeated Pittsburgh uh, Steelers are taking on the wounded Baltimore Ravens, and that starts at 340 Eastern. That's going to be the longest Week 12 in NFL history. Coach, you raised your hand. Do you have a question? Do you know why it's so early in the day? Tell me why, Coach. I was hoping you would know. I don't. It's because of the Christmas tree lighting at the Rockefeller Center, which apparently, How? I've just been told by, by sports rep Drew, 
is one of the most watched things in, in America. Now, have any of you guys watched that? No. I think I actually have watched that at some point in my life. Was it entertaining? No. Okay. Well, well maybe so- maybe more entertaining than a Broncos Saints game, but Ooh, I don't yeah, we don't we don't even want to talk about that that today. That's, That's hard. Pass. So continuing on this funky schedule that we're on. So week 12 there's going to be the last game of the week is the Wednesday like I mentioned. Week 13 there's a whole slate of games on Sunday, but there will be two Monday nighters and a great great Sunday nighter filled with the Dallas Cowboys, the the lowly Dallas Cowboys versus most likely the return of of Lamar Jackson for the Baltimore Ravens. So that will be a great game to watch. If you hope you're getting my sarcastic tone out of this. Um, if you if you don't get it now because I'm telling you. So that's the weird schedule. I hope it's uh, less confusing now. It probably isn't, but you're going to have to look it up and follow along. But there's going to be football at least three days in a row next week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So that's an exciting thing. But let's get into this, guys. Let's go. Tampa Bay, Kansas City Chiefs. That was a fun Week 12 matchup, the, probably the most anticipated one of Week 12. Um, Sports River Injury, why don't you kick us off? I like it. I think you got to start off with Tyreek Hill. you got to put some respect on that. Dominating name. everyone's fantasy lineup in the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Three touchdowns, 200 yards in the first quarter, and a backflip into the end zone. Insanity. He didn't land the backflip, though. That's probably the only thing that went wrong <laughs> in the whole game. Uh, but, yeah, Mahomes is just unreal. And I think we can officially call this possibly the passing of the torch from Tom Brady to Patrick Mahomes. I think Mahomes been the best quarterback in the league 10, 15 years. He's just unreal. It almost looks like he's just, you know – playing a playground game out there he's so relaxed no sign of feeling the pressure and just looks unbelievable it's in like mighty ducks three when they go to that prep school and they challenge that senior high team and get absolutely destroyed except in this case there's no coming back there's no redemption game because the senior high team is just going to keep rolling and rolling and rolling. it's really hard to see a team who's going to perform better other than the Steelers who've been really great. But I, it's, it's, yeah, sure. They lost to, to the Las Vegas Raiders, but does, does that provide a blueprint for beating Kansas city? No, I don't think so. This is, this is going to be one of the best, best teams in the league for a long, long time. One of the most unrated stats, I think, for Kansas City that last game was um, the fact that Sammy Watkins returns and just adds another weapon mm. that they they have to zero in on or else he'll kill them too. So yeah. it's pretty amazing to, for that team to have two of the top three receivers in terms of yardage, uh, just- one of them being a tight end. So it's pretty ridiculous. Pretty ridiculous. And I think... Is Tyreek Hill, I don't know if we had him in our top five, but he definitely should be because he's that good. He can do everything, and it's disappointing that we didn't have him in our, in our top five if we didn't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we did. I don't no, think we, we, def- did. we definitely didn't. I probably wanted him. 
Uh, let's go back. But, on that one. but before, like, Tyree Kill is very good. But Patrick Mahomes is the reason why he can be good. That's because, like we see with the Bucks, as we transition into what's wrong with the Bucks, not every quarterback can hit those deep throws. You can have the fastest guy in the world, but if you don't have a quarterback that can throw 50, yeah. 60 yards down the field, it doesn't work. It's a bit of a waste. So, yeah, Tyreek Hill, even McCole Hardman. Like, McCole Hardman might be faster than Tyreek Hill. Whoa. I don't think Hardman starts on a lot of teams. Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's because of Mahomes. We're, we're transitioning into that. What do you guys think is going wrong in Tampa Bay here? Could be had such hype train for Tampa Bay, and they're going to roll through the NFC East. Or, sorry. Maybe I'll NFC go first. South. I'll go first. Um, I think right now it's Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is trying to make this game plan that's not centered around the strengths of his quarterback. Tom Brady's strengths have never been long balls down the field. Never. He had those a couple years when he had Randy Moss, but oh, that makes it a lot easier. Um, but that's also when he was a lot younger. His strengths have always been managing the game con- and converting on third down. And right now they're, they're, they're doing way too many long balls. He's, I think, second worse in, as starters in uh, completion percentage for those long balls. And on top of that, they're not doing any. They're doing like I think they did five play action, uh, play action plays last last uh, last game and four the game before that. I might have that flipped. And on those play action plays, there are 80 percent conversions and and major yards on those. So I don't know why um, Bruce Arians is doing that offensively. Um, he has all the weapons in the world. They have a running game, um, and and. Yeah, and defensively, <laughs> defensively, just speaking of last game, I don't know how they just keep Tyreek Hill as a single coverage the whole time, like in the, that whole first quarter. You can't do that. They obviously switch it up and clamp down in the second half, but it is way too late at that point. So right now, to me, Tampa's problem is Bruce Arians. It's not Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a part of the problem, um, but I think it's more coaching. What do you what guys do you think? What's with Drew? Yeah, um, I think it could be a problem of maybe having too many res- too many weapons uh, on the offense. Uh, if you look at Tom Brady's success, he probably had max three weapons to deal with. And normally per game, if you go through his games, he would focus in on one and just pepper him. And even when the Bucs are going well this year, you see him uh, go in the no huddle and he sort of just focuses on Gronk and gets it to him fast, gets those balls out quick. And like Dan said, like his strength isn't going down the field. It's accurate, short slants. That's why you always like those small receivers because they would just come across the field, get it to them quick. So I think it could be uh, Brady. Maybe he doesn't even know this, but he's subconsciously thinking about all these receivers who are all divas who want their targets. And I think he's trying to get them all even, and that can be to the detriment of the team. Yeah, like he's got, what, three solid receivers, a solid tight end, two solid tight ends, and solid running backs. So yeah, 
It's a, it's an embarrassment of riches. There's no excuse at this point. I think I think you guys bring up some excellent points, and I would I would piggyback on those, saying you're not you're by having such a a game plan where you have to spread the ball around, you're not letting Brady be Brady, and you're kind of handicapping him to an extent because, like you said, he he's best at when he sees a mismatch and takes advantage of it. We've seen that for 20 years in, in New England. He had a bunch of nobodies for how many years? And he would just, you know, find the guys, find the guys, find the guys. You know, like, and and as, as you said, he outlets straight to Gronkowski because he's got a chemistry there. I think with somebody like AB even, throw high, high and out of bounds, right? Put it where a guy can't catch it, except for AB. Same with Mike Evans. Same, Same with Mike Evans, right? And, and, and Chris Godwin. Like, yeah, I mean, you can do all, that. all of them, yeah, all of them, right? So, like, that, and like you said, it's embarrassment of riches. The, the game plan should just be let Brady go out and do his thing. Coach Arians is supposed to be this, this super hyped up, uh, offensive minded coach, but I don't, we haven't seen that come through. I, at least, I haven't. And, and I mean, as a casual observer, if that's your, your claim to fame and your offense is sputtering. Who, you're not really going to blame Brady, right? Because well, and I even saw a stat come up on the screen. I, I forget who's the announcer, Troy Aikman, that in that game. Uh, but he was talking about uh, Bruce Arians with quarterbacks, first year with quarterbacks, and every single one of them had their um, was their worst year for interceptions. <laughs> in the first year under Bruce Arians, every single quarterback. And he's had some quarterbacks uh, like Andrew Luck uh, and guys like that. And he's had big names. And each one of them had their career worst in interceptions the first year under him. So I don't know what it is because everyone sees him as this great offensive mind, but maybe it takes a while to – and maybe maybe Brady's bringing in this New England system and they're clashing with each other. Potentially. Bruce Arians admitted at the end of the game that Tom Brady was actually calling the plays. It wasn't, it wasn't coming from the sidelines. And if you look at it, what was into the score? 27-24. So something had to be going right there. Yeah. And, and I think like when you get a ma- matchup like this, it'd be, it'd be different if it was a rookie quarterback. Right? Where you can just dictate to him saying, this is what you have to do. These are the players you're going to call. This is the kind of system we're going to run. When, when you have somebody like an, a, an all-time great, you kind of have to mesh what he does well with what you do well, right? As a coach, that's your job, is to take what you're given and to best execute it. Like when I coached basketball, you couldn't run a three-out, and three two-in with every single team you had. Some years you ran a four-and-one. Some years you ran a five-and-oh, um, which is also very strange to me. But you have to take what your skill set and what you have and be malleable as a, as a coach. And as it's tough, when, especially when you hear that stat, that first-year quarterbacks have so many uh, interceptions. That's a coach being very rigid in what he's doing. I'll piggyback on that stat. Tom Brady currently has tied his uh, largest uh, amount of interceptions per any year he's ever played already with Tampa Bay at 11. Wow. Um, so he's probably going to surpass that, and so that's going to be – right on track with the stat of, of Bruce Arians. So it's very interesting. Um, and, and it's too late to make any drastic changes. I think, I think Tampa Bay is going to make the playoffs. Um, and I think they're going to flail out. 
because I don't think they have it together right now. Um, unless unless play calling duties are given up. It has to be, it doesn't have to be such a drastic change as letting go of somebody or bring somebody in. It could just be like an internal change saying, okay, we're going to, you know, make it more run heavy mix, throw in more play action like you talked about. It could just be something like that where they, they realize, hey, this isn't working. Something has to change, right? Because the Saints are still looking really good. Packers are looking great. Seahawks are looking great, right? Those are teams you have to get of the, the best of the best right now in your division, in your conference. And so you got to figure something out if you have aspirations to win a Super Bowl. And I believe week 13, Tampa Bay has a bye week. So yeah. they do. It's perfect. And so that's going to be – this is their time to really turn around. Um, okay. What's next here? Brady Belichick. So yeah, Brady Belichick. Um, I'm I'm just really really surprised with how 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 the Patriots are doing. They're one game below 500. They're um, there's a couple um, there's a couple toss up games where it came down to the last play for them in the beginning of the season, which could have been uh, put them two games above 500. And uh, and on top of that, Cam Newton missed a game because of COVID 19 restrictions. Um, so the, the, the Patriots are looking with all those weapons gone, with all the defensive players that have stayed out, stayed out uh, they have a shot to make the playoffs here. And they're, they're, they've beat some quality, some quality teams. So I don't know. What do you guys think? I think right now Belichick has a stranglehold on this race um, when we expect a lot from Tom Brady because of all those weapons. But – but to be fair, we didn't say this. To be fair, it is the Kansas City Chiefs that they lost to last yeah. week. I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. Um, Kansas City, City Chiefs are a whole different ballgame than any other team in the NFL. So I'll just say that. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I, still, I still like the job that Belichick is doing. And if you look at their schedule going down the stretch – I think they have a chance to win three out of the next five games. And what does that take them to? Eight and eight? Yeah. Does that get you in? Might. It might. And, and, you know, two, like three of those are divisional games. Dolphins, Bills, Jets to end the year. Those are big games. Those are big games and games that Belichick usually comes out on top of. Like, and, they end at home. They've got the Bills at home, Ooh. and uh, that could be the tipping point. And, they, and and then week seventeen they play the Jets, so that's a win. <laughs> um, I don't see a way the Jets win a game this year. Yeah. Um, but I think with what again, it's a broken record, but we've been saying it every week with what Belichick has to work with this year, he is doing. Drew got paused. He's doing amazing things is what I think he's was saying. <laughs> you cut out there for a second, Drew. Um, but yes, Belichick is doing awesome with what he has. And, you know, I want to give props to Cam Newton. I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he's uh, doing okay. So I think if you look at it, if you looked at it from the very beginning of the year and you saw who these two teams were, you probably would say Brady – is on top. Looking at, looking at 
hold on. That's just from looking at it from the very beginning of the year. But if you look at what's happened, you know, and we talk about week to week volatility, sure, but this is a really tough thing to to track. Honestly, I I still I would I agree with you guys and give the edge to Belichick. And just because of the COVID situation and guys sitting out and whatever, but um, this is really tough week over week. And yeah, I, I'd still give it to Belichick this week for sure. And another question for you guys to even think about, has Cam done enough to get a big money contract somewhere else? What do you guys think? Has he shown you if you're like, <laughs> You know, some, I don't know, let's say the Jags. Well, like to me, a lot of it has to do with weapons, but I think I will always lean towards not giving big contracts when you don't have to, to a quarterback. Um, yep. I mean, Cam Newton, I don't think deserves anywhere near the max. Um, not There's no max, but you guys know what I mean, where the, where the, where the line is of the top paid quarterbacks. I don't think he deserves anywhere near that. I think he deserves to be a starter in this league, though. I'll give him that. No, yeah, I get that. But, like, if you're a team that needs a quarterback and you're not getting a – there's no draft pick for you to go get one, do you take a shot? Do you take a fire on Cam? Yeah, um, at, a, at a reasonable price. I, at a reasonable price. I, I find it difficult to do that. This is, go ahead, Drew. What, Drew? I, I'd find it difficult. I'd find it difficult to – to give Cam a contract at this point. And I find it hard anytime. I, I don't think it works out all that well when uh, I think it works best when teams draft a quarterback and give him a contract, right? The rookie deal is nothing like, like it doesn't no work out great anytime you see. No, but I mean, if you get a second contract with in free agency, finding a quarterback. Am I freezing again? A little bit. I could hear you, though. Yeah. yeah um, I get what you're saying. Like, and I get both points of view. I, get, I, give you, I, I see both points of view where, you know, Cam's a good quarterback. If you get him at a good cost, sure. If you're looking for a long-term development, you want to look at the, look at the draft. Um, but... I think just if you look at Cam Newton, the player, I don't think he's, think he's done that much to show that he's progressing. And part of that is maybe going to a new system. I just but, like, who, who does he have to throw the ball to? I don't, it's not even, I'm not even worried about who, how about his numbers. It's about how he looks. You know, is his footwork there? Is he standing in the pocket? Like, that's the kind of stuff you want to look at because you know he has garbage. He's throwing the garbage. Pretty much. Right? But if, if he looks like a good player, if he's still, you know, making the right reads, things like that, then you know you have something to work with. Yeah, I would probably lean, like, I would lean towards that he's, you know, still above average, like, above the average. He has more rushing touchdowns than passing touchdowns. Yeah, that that could like, be a, a product of his of his team, though. And, like, he's the goal line. That's the thing. Like, that's a, that, to me, that's a... Uh, a bonus to him like at the goal line in the in five year in five year line and in he's a a menace until he gets hurt but are interceptions his problem or the other like i don't think that's a product he's got a good old line yeah 
That's fair. He's got four touchdowns to nine interceptions. But like yeah, Julian but, Edelman's been out for most of the games. Like, yeah, but four touchdowns. If this was, if this was Harry, anybody like, else, if this was Jared Stidham with a forty-nine ratio, we would be saying, "Oh, he's terrible. Bench the guy." Blah 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 blah. Yeah, but Jared Stidham wouldn't like have like you with Carson Wentz. Yeah, that, honestly, it's would a you good rather com- have Carson Wentz or Cam Newton? <laughs> I don't know right now. Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> Carson Wentz is that bad. That's how bad Carson no, Wentz No, he's not that Look, bad. even statistically, statistically, uh, he has one of the worst. He's in the bottom five of Get rid of the coach. It's Peterson's fault. Get rid of the coach. <laughs> okay. If you, gave, if you gave Carson Wentz the New England offensive line, he'd have more than four to nine. Absolutely. He was, debatable. It's all debatable. No, it's not Carson debatable. Wentz hasn't been making any good reads. He, he. How can you make good reads when you only have 0.5 seconds to throw? Okay, come on. The, the, the Seattle Seahawks defense was on pace, is on pace to be one of the most historically worst defenses of all That's time. That's without right Jamal now. Adams. That's without Jamal Adams. But still, still, they are on pace to be uh, statistically one of the worst. Jamal Adams has only been back for two weeks. And I'm just saying, they're still on pace to be that bad. They got him back. So, sorry, they, say again? They, they, they haven't been that bad since they got him back. But they have not, still not Carlos good. Dunlop. They're still not good. And they, and the, no, no and, they've been good. They've been good. They've not been good. They've been okay. They've been oh, solid. And the Eagles' offense made them look like the 82 Bears, okay, with, like, five yards of offense in the first half. Like, come on. Stop it. I believe it's the 85 Bears. 82, 85, all of them are good Bears defenses. The Bears' defense now is still good. (laughs) I think here, okay, coming back to Cam, there's less upside with Cam. There's more downside than there's upside. Whereas with Carson Wentz, there's way more upside than downside. So if you're the Eagles, yes, you got to get rid of everyone, but you keep Carson Wentz. That's your draft pick, hundred percent. You give him an opportunity to or, be the average, or you just blow above it up. average quarterback that he is. You blow it up. You trade Wentz. You, you don't start get for value better. for that. You don't get value for that. Yeah, but I mean, you get the point is you get the money off the cap so you can invest it around. And no one's gonna take that contract. You know. Dallas might. No, they would never, ever take that contract. I don't know. No one in the history of the NFL is going to take touch that contract with a 10-foot pole. If you, you still have that, 60 million left in the next two years. Either that or you Nine, pay sorry. who may not come back anywhere near anything. Say again? It's either you trade for Carson Wentz or you pay Dak, who could be terrible. Well, the, the Cowboys are on pace to get a top pick here, so there's a couple, <laughs> two, three quarterbacks that I would take anyways, but... Anyways. 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 <laughs> Cam Newton. I would. I yes. I would take Carson Wentz over Cam Newton. I'll say all that. Right. All right. Still. That's the first smart thing you've said all day. Freeze to that guy because he's been horrible. Give the guy a chance. He's still young. Ugh, stop it. Anyways, I think right. I think Drew's got the next section here. All right, we're moving on to MVP picks. MVP. Dan, you got something to say? MVP. Yeah. So we haven't visited this in a while. 
last time we talked, it was all Russell Wilson. Yeah. And uh, I think we can all agree that Mahomes is at the top of the list right now. Uh, yes. any, any debates right now? Um, nope. I also believe Aaron Rodgers has played himself into the race. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have Deshaun Watson on here if the Houston Texans were winning, but they're not. Um, but my my hot take, I don't know how hot it is, but I believe that Derrick Henry has run himself into the MVP race with what he's done for the Titans. I'm not saying he's a front runner, but I am saying he's, he's going to be five. in the conversation. He's in my top three right now. I'd right put it backs. Mahomes, Rodgers, Derrick Henry. Yeah, running backs that even get in the conversation, you know they're special. Here. So they're calling him King Henry, and I love it. Oh, and, I don't know. He's just, he's just amazing to watch, and I, I love that take. I love it. He definitely should be in that conversation. He's that life of that especially team. when especially when you look at the schedule that's coming up for the Titans I'm just trying to get it up in front of me here but uh, like they're leading their division right now at eight and three and the next few games you got the Browns the Jaguars the Lions and the Packers and the Texans all teams that are on on the year have been given up maybe not the Browns but definitely the last four games of the season, Jags, Lions, Packers, Texans, all give up run yards, rushing yards. Yeah. He can run. Sieve. He can make do some damage. And uh, and when he's when he's humming, they feed him the ball. Like it's not it's not unusual for him to get thirty touches. No, it's crazy. Uh, and he gets stronger historically as the season goes on. Hundred percent, which is the opposite for most players. But he kind of reminds me of Will Bettis. Yeah. You know, just a big dude. Wears you down, just keeps going and going and going. The bus. Yeah. 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 Maybe Jerome Bettis with speed. Yes. Yeah, exactly. yeah Jerome Bettis with some speed. Yeah. And he's Because like, when Derrick Henry gets in the open field, he's – Oh, he's gone. He's fast. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. And he's elusive. I think that's a like a uh, – Yeah, they don't think they, – they don't talk about him being that shifty, but he's shifty. Uh, he breaks ankles here and there too. Um, you know what? you're right it may not be the hottest of takes but i think it's something that's kind of going under the radar a bit in terms of nfl storylines yeah sure there's COVID have- or whatever but you filter the covid stuff and he's just gone under the radar the titans have done their thing they've taken a stranglehold on that division really um the colts had a chance but they blew it i don't think anybody's I don't know if you guys remember, but Derrick Henry a couple of years ago was thought to have been a bust. Yeah, like, 100%. And all of a sudden he starts breaking off these 200-yard games, and I think he's battled himself into a, a MVP race. He needs to cut that hair, though. Like, what is with that? Like, when you make that I, just keep thinking, I just keep thinking someone's going to yank on it. Like, That's a part of the uniform. You're allowed to. You're allowed to yank the hair. Oh, that'd be terrible. Can you imagine just boosh? Just think ah, about it, though. If you pull out one of his dreads, what's he going to do to you the next, like, the rest of the game? He's going to target you to run you yeah. over. Oh. 
Anyways. Yeah, who was it? Josh Norman that he ran over earlier this year? <laughs> Josh Norman. Uh, there's a couple times, a couple Colts D linemen that he just yeah. stormed and just destroyed. Yeah. It was like, wow. Um, yeah. Incredible. Just incredible. Okay. So, yeah, yeah that's a good take, Drew. Um, I'm with you on most of those MVPs. Um, I'm still rooting for Wilson, though. I'll just say that. I'm just rooting for Oh, him. I'm rooting yeah, for Wilson. Can. Yeah. Good. But yeah. I, I, you know what? Mahomes' numbers, you just can't top right now. Yeah. No. You just can't. Actually, the funny thing is, and I had to look this up to make sure, but Rogers' QB rating is higher than Mahomes'. Wow. Wow. That's, that's just impressive because Rogers only has one, uh, <laughs> one receiver that he targets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, well, you know what? Lazard is back. Um, and well, he I think made, he's going to. He looked good last week. It's yeah. like so they're yeah, they're the Packers are the real deal for sure. Um maybe before we get into some fantasy fantasy just talks, I was gonna say there's some trending teams that have just caught fire. Um one of them I was I was gonna say the the Patriots are the ones that we've been talking about. You know, they're trending upwards and they're making a play for the push the playoffs. I was also gonna say the Minnesota Vikings, they're now five and six. Did you see the ending to that game? It was, was nuts. Crazy. It was nuts. Absolutely nuts. I loved it. I loved it. And um, I wanted to ask you guys a question. What do you guys feel about the Rams? Are the Rams the real deal? Jared Goff and the boys? I think they have a chance to sneak into the playoffs. Because Arizona could be faltering. The Niners are out. I've already resigned myself to that. Um, Arizona's faltering, and I think they do have an outside chance. It's just because they're so inconsistent, right? Like, if we look at the the top of the NFC is set, we know the top teams are going to be there. But the Rams have a chance to sneak in. Um, What's what's the rest of their schedule look like? They they got a tough schedule. Uh, they play the Cardinals twice, Ooh. Seahawks once, Patriots and Jets. Okay, so if they sweep this, if they sweep the cards, they got the Jets. That's three. We give them, we give them a loss to the Seahawks. I I don't think you can just give them a sweep of the Cardinals. I think no, no, but I'm saying assuming they do, if they were yeah. to, that that that's the only way I see them making the playoffs. They yeah. got to beat the Cards twice. They have to. So if they win three out of the five, do you think they will? No, I think they split the ones with. I think they split the AZs. And I think they could win three out of five without without uh, sweeping the Cardinals. It's possible, yeah. I think they could split the cards, beat the Patriots and Jets. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But. I'm not a believer is what I'm trying to say. I was trying to get at that. And you guys aren't like going for any of my bites. I'm I, not a big- I like it. I like LA's offense. Yeah. And they've got Jalen Ramsey, still one of the best corners. Donald's probably one of the best players in all of football. Yeah. Um, it all comes down to Goff, really. If Goff is Great. on, because Woods and Cup are two of the top receivers in the game. Yeah, for sure. And and he's got a good offensive line. I know Whitworth went down 
Uh, yeah, I don't that, know how was, long that he was is. a big loss. Yeah. He's been one of the best left tackles for like 20 years. So <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think they could. I think they could win three out of five. I, does that get them in if they win three out of five? There's an well, extra team this year. They'll be year, 10 right? wins, so probably they'll be in. Yeah. I think if you hit double digits, you've got to be in. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Like, yeah, but that's that's been one of the best divisions in football. I yeah. I wish I wish the 49ers would have stayed healthy because that would have been wild. That would have been a dogfight right to the end. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, every year is different, right? So we'll see. All right, let's look well, at some fantasy uh, hot spots that we're going to look at this week, and then and then we'll wrap it up. Well, it's looking good for some fantasy matchups here. Um, let's fantasy see. matchups just to end off that last segment I know we were sort of beating it to death but another team I wanted to throw in there was the Dolphins yes yes. You know what? Dolphins. yeah I'll give you that I'll do, give they, you that. do they go back to Tua I Whew. it's so tough because Fitz Fitz I has like, been so I'm good I'm a Fitz fan man they, I think you gotta play the hot hand you gotta, you gotta play yeah. Tua it's his confidence yeah, but like you're you're that close to making the playoffs, yeah. right? And that could really drive something for that team. But has Tua lost a game? No, but then has he it, hasn't looked as good? Like no, it's his defense. That that offense yeah. is so dynamic with Fitz in there with the way the defense is playing. Yeah, they could they could like I could see them overtaking the Bills at this point. Yeah. I'm selfishly choosing Fitzpatrick. Well, no, two reasons why I'm choosing Fitzpatrick. Because I have Devontae Parker on my fantasy team, and that's his favorite target. And because, like, Fitz is just, like, he's that story that is 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 so special. He's gone through the ringer, and he's he's that yeah. explosive quarterback. I'm, 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 I want he's Fitz. a guy you love to cheer for. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Your beard is kind of rivaling. Anyways. It's very nice. Yeah, it's catching up a little bit. Catching up. Yeah, catching up to Keenan Allen, and then I'll get to Fitzpatrick. <laughs> uh, okay, look it up next week. What do you guys think here? Fantasy matchups. Drew, which defense? Which defense are you looking at? Defense. Oh. Yeah, we're starting with oh, defense. You, whoever's playing the Jets. Um, the I think Chicago, Chicago might do some damage against Detroit. Yeah, the divisional Chicago game, team. you never know. <laughs> the Raiders oh. Raiders are playing the Jets. I don't know. Which uh, uh, Packers against the Eagles? Yeah, exactly. That's a good one. Uh, that's a good one, yeah. Which uh which team had the player who had two uh, fumble returns for a touchdown this week? Uh was that Carolina? That was Carolina. Yeah, it was Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> two plays in a row. That Same was guy. that was crazy. Same guy. That was that honestly that game, even though it was like I had no interest in it whatsoever, I'm glad I turned on the last five minutes. Because that was amazing. It was fun. That was that was fun. Okay, so one thing we've already noted: Drew's uh, already Dolphins against that. the Bengals, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Um, one thing Drew's already noted is that Derrick Henry is going to be on fire the next few games. So yeah. highlight Derrick Henry for sure. But what else? What non-obvious ones? What's a tough one? Like I, I, I think the Cle- I think Derek Carr has a bounce back game. Sorry, go ahead. I think Derek Carr has a bounce back game against the Jets. 
Not be played. Uh, yeah, I think I think he'll put up some numbers because they they gotta start they gotta start winning if they want to do it versus the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think no, I he's think versus they're... the Jets. Where's the Jets, bro. Oh, yo, I'm looking at the, the Raiders. Week. I'm looking at the wrong week. Sorry. Oh yeah. Well, they'd be better. He better have a bounce back game. <laughs> but it's it... perfect. It's a perfect team to have a bounce back game against. Yeah. Right. You know, guy. Uh, a sneaky pick to break out that not a lot of people will be starting is T.Y. Hilton. Mm, uh, like Houston that. Texans have been terrible against the pass. Yeah. And T.Y. finally got his first touchdown of the year this week. Which is wild. So it's crazy. I'd be looking for T.Y. I like and it. And then um, uh, the Houston Texans, now that Will Fuller has been suspended for the season and the first game, obviously Brandon Cooks is going to do well, but then – uh, what's what's how I don't even know how to pronounce his name, Drew. Tell hey. me. Kiki. I think it's Kiki. Yeah, I think it's, it's Kiki Kuti. <laughs> yeah. Kiki Kuti, if you're listening out there, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, I'm sorry, bro. Hit us up with the sports graphs on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Sorry yeah. about that. We're not experts. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you guys think of? Oh man, there's just there's not that many like surprises to me here. No. Seattle's you know gonna have their way with the Giants. Uh AC's gonna destroy the Broncos. You know, like you know what the Bills and 49ers will be a good game. Uh 49ers have some players that are back. Raheem Mostert is back. Um that'll challenge the Bills defense. Debo. Yeah, Debo. Debo had a great game this week, this last week. Um, Do you know who might actually have trouble though? Is Pittsburgh? Because sure they're playing Washington, but they're going from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and right into a Monday night, Monday night, Monday afternoon game. Little, not even a Monday night game. It's a good point. That could Whereas be hard Baltimore on Big Ben, right? Tuesday game. Yeah, it could be hard on big old Big Ben. It's just a hard. I mean, it's hard for football players in general, right? Like their entire schedule is all screwed up. That's just my thought. Potential, the potential weird one could be that. Does Washington Taysom has Hill been sneaky good. Yeah. Washington has been sneaky good. Yeah, they have been. So that's a potential upside game right there. Combined with the early start time, that's weird. I don't know if it'll be upset, but it'll be close. But it'll be tough fantasy-wise. Ah, no, honestly, I don't think so. Washington sucks. <laughs> answer your question about Taysom Hill, yes, he will. Taysom Hill is going to score a touchdown again? Well, yeah. You know what? The Falcons He's had are two rushing touchdowns. Too. Yeah. Since they said the Falcons team is trending upwards. Like, they dropped a 40-piece on the Raiders, like – and that was without Julio. Yeah. It's, but it's that classic do good in the second half, but not, but not enough to make the playoffs kind of run. Yeah, for sure. I think they did the exact same thing last year. Yeah. Yeah, they it's like a false sense Julio. of hope. They started yeah. off like 0-7. and yeah. like That's what they got their coach for. five games. You know what? We're talking about the, the Titans, Derrick Henry. The, the Browns' defense is pretty good. Miles Garrett is back this week. Um, you know, he's just got a lot of momentum on his side, though. Yeah, I, 
I said to exclude the Browns game. Okay, from yeah, that's fair. Derrick Henry soft. And uh, Jar- I think he's got Jackson, Jacksonville after that. Jarvis Landry's finally picked it up. Um, we expected that like three weeks ago, but he finally had a big yeah. game. Seems like he's got the connection with Baker again. This is the first week I chose to sit Jarvis Landry. <laughs> I, I finally gave up on him, and he has <laughs> over 100 yards receiving and a touchdown. Drew, I need you to sit game. him again this week because I'm going to put him in. I need that. I need that. Um, okay, if you have one game to watch this week, what are you what are you picking? Uh, I think the Rams Cardinals game is exciting. Yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be a good game. I like watching the Cardinals anytime. Yeah, I love watching them. Um, honestly, I think Titans Browns Titans Browns would be a good game. Yeah, I just hate watching Cleveland. Yeah. I, I think Atlanta and New Orleans would be a good game. Oh, yeah. That'll be a high-scoring game for yeah. sure. Well, no Drew Brees. It doesn't matter. It doesn't Can matter. they put up points, really? Kind of. Yeah, I think you've done – All I know is that I feel so sorry for any Alvin Kamara fantasy owners because it's yeah, – Go pick up Latavius Murray. <laughs> yeah, pick up Latavius Murray if you can. That's – yeah, that's rough. That's, that's that's just how the cookie crumbles. Yep, that's it. That's all I got, guys. Yeah, hey, I think that was good. Actually, Jacksonville might be a sneak. Sorry, say it again, Drew. Minnesota Jacksonville might be a sneaky good game. Yeah, could be. I, I hope could see that. I think I think Minnesota's gonna roll them. Because they the Jacksonville James starting, Robinson's uh, been. Jacksonville starting that Mark Glennon. I uh, <laughs> I posted he, a funny. He played stat really about, well last week. I know, I know. I posted a funny stat about him. He uh, he got benched for Minshew, and Minshew was no, he got benched for Foles. Foles was benched for Minshew, um, and then now now he got to, to play over Minshew. So it was like a big this circle of big triangle uh, of benching this guy, and he played well last week. So maybe, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe the Jaguars do all right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't count him out. Guys, next week we got to talk some NBA. Drew, I want, I want to see some Blue Jays update because I think, I think there's a little bit of uh, 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 Lemayhu or, or 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 Wong or something coming their way. All right, we need something nice. I like saying Lemayhu. <laughs> <laughs> the Blue Jays. They better sign somebody with all this hype. Yeah, we got to talk Blue Jays. We got to talk some Raptors. Definitely talk NBA. Christmas Day slate. I'll just say this for the NBA. Christmas Day. We got Pelicans Heat. We got five games. Okay, my Christmas is happening. We got five games again. I didn't think it was going to happen. Pelicans Heat, Warriors, Bucks, Nets, Celtics. Kyrie's return to, to Boston with his new pal, Kevin Durant. Uh, Mavs, Lakers, and then Clippers. And Nuggets, Jamal Murray and the boys. Let's go. I'm excited for Christmas Day. Uh, We're going to talk lots of basketball next week, get some more football going. Samara and Jane is an Australian-based accessories retailer with all of the latest fashion trends from around the world. Ladies, update your style game with gorgeous earrings, necklaces, and other jewelry for affordable prices. 
And guys, you can shop for that special lady in your life too. Use discount code SPORTSREV30 for 30% off your entire order. That's SPORTSREV30 for 30% off your entire order. Use discount code at checkout at SamaraAndJane.com. I hope you guys have a great week. You too. I love talking sports with you. Um, let's, uh, Coach, tell us, tell us a little bit about our socials. All right. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, love reaching out. We're active on Twitter a lot. Post, post most of our stuff, uh, you know, interaction with our fans there. Uh, our Instagram, tag us on things that's sports related. Write in our posts. It's, it's a lot more fun when you guys engage. And we've been seeing some increased activity the last couple of weeks, which is phenomenal. Let's keep it up. And uh, yeah, hit us up on our socials. Joseph, social, our, uh, our website, you got something? Yeah, check out our website. Uh, sign up to become a, what do we call it, insider? Sports uh, Reverends uh, Insider. Sports Reverends Insider. Uh, yeah, we got polls on there. And yeah, check us out. I think this week, this week, the poll will be who's going to you know, choose the Christmas Day winners. That's what it's going nice. to be. And with that being said, it is finally December. I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. Pump that Christmas tunes. Drew's got the Christmas tree in the back. And have a good one. Peace out, world. Peace. Peace.